Hi, I'm Nikki, and I am the creator of Stressless Lifestyle. I am a nutrition coach, a nutrition expert, a macro expert, and a personal trainer. I am certified in so many different things. I've been a trainer for over over 13 years and in the fitness industry, uh, 20 years. So I'm, I understand trying to make things work, be a lifestyle. I'm a mom of two, two daughters that are very active. I am an active go, go, go person and I'm a wife. And sometimes life just gets nuts. And when we're trying to take care of our own health, we make it a little bit more complicated than it needs to be. And that's what this podcast is about. Uncomplicating things that we make the most complicated. Today, we're going to be talking about something a little, well, not a little, little different. It's about food and nutrition, but I have a special guest with me today, and I'm going to let himself introduce himself. His name is Seth. Welcome, Seth. Hi. Hello. Hello. Can you tell us who you are? Yeah. Uh, so my name is Seth Togel. Uh, I am now known as Adina's dad. Um, <laughs> behind the Adina Act, which is the Allergen uh, Disclosure in Non-Food Articles Act introduced by Dean Phillips, uh, Minnesota's district or third district representative, um, uh, introduced it to the House of Representatives in June of this year. Awesome. And uh, you started, so you said June of this year. So it's fairly fresh. Yeah. That sounds great. Yeah. I came across it because uh, someone I follow on Instagram had talked about it. And it's something that I find very, very close to my heart because I myself, I have celiac and I have a celiac daughter and another one with EOE, which is eosinophilic esophagitis. And um, I've gotten glutened by medicine. Uh, most recently, just the last couple months ago. And it's something that a lot of people in the general population don't really understand is that you have to be really diligent about medicines when that's something you don't normally think about when it comes to like allergies and ingredients and things like that. So I um, saw someone talking about the Adena Act. And I literally just tapped on it and was like, what is this? Is this genius? Because I had already spent probably three days calling six different manufacturers of a medicine that I needed to find. And uh, I thought it was a really great thing that honestly thought should have happened a long time ago. Didn't realize it wasn't even in process yet. So let's, let's kind of talk about what it is. So um, my first question for you would be what made you decide to start this whole process of the Adena, the Adena Act? What's your why behind this? Yeah, so Adina has celiac disease and <clears throat> a dairy allergy and also eosinophilic esophagitis. So um, she was diagnosed in 2018 uh, at, I think she was like seven years old or eight years mm -hmm. old or something. Um, and, uh, you know, obviously for us, uh, that just kind of flipped our whole world upside down. And mm -hmm. food is always the thing that we center around when you talk about uh, dietary restrictions, right? Um, celiac, mm -hmm. you like the cure for it, if you will, is to stay away from gluten. Mm -hmm. EOE, you have to find out what your triggers are. And it's generally one of the top eight, now nine allergens uh, and stay away from that, right? Remove it from your diet. And uh, that, you know, kind of helps keep your body in check. But mm -hmm. when it comes to medication, that's almost like the redheaded stepchild, right? Like no one really talks about it. Mm -hmm. um, and uh, last summer, Adina, she goes to summer camp every year. 
Uh, it's a sleepaway summer camp for three or four weeks. And last summer, we were, we felt, you know, we have a really good relationship with the camp that she goes to. We were really prepared. Like, we had, you know, a lot of conversations. I say we, really, it was my wife that did all that work. <laughs> um, a lot of conversations with the kitchen staff, with the food service company, making sure that they not only understood it, but, like, had full awareness of how to keep our kids safe yeah. um, while she was there. Um, and you know, we thought that we had everything buttoned up and then last year she got strep throat and mm. we got the one question we never really thought of before. The camp called us, we're Jewish and they called us on Saturday mm-hmm. uh, and said, um, uh, they said, Adina has strep throat. We have to give her an antibiotic. Is this antibiotic safe? Mm. And, <laughs> and I said, well, let me pull now. out my chemistry <laughs> and you know, uh, pharmaceutical tech degree and certifications and all of this. And let me just, no, we had absolutely no idea. Right. So it was challenging because, um, because it's a Saturday and it's, you know, this was in 2022, right? So it's still like pharmacies have Mm -hmm. staffing shortages and medication shortages. And, and it's like five, three or four o'clock on a Saturday. Right. Mm. And even more so, you know, she was at a Jewish summer camp, so they don't answer the phones on Saturday. So we had to email them. Anytime we wanted to communicate, we had to email them and wait for someone to get the email and then call us out, right? So it was so challenging. And they they read us uh, the medication that they had. And they're like, it's in this form and this color and whatever. And we're like calling mm-hmm. pharmacies. We called, you know, two national chain pharmacies and a couple local pharmacies here to say, can, can you tell us if we described to you, can you tell us if this has any gluten containing ingredients or dairy? And they, no pharmacies would really share any information because number right. one, they have the liability mm-hmm. if they disclose or tell you something that's inaccurate. Uh, and number two, they don't have the medication. They didn't dispense it. So they don't want to tell you because they don't know for certain. Right. So I said to my wife, I said, we just need to treat the strep and we'll have to deal with it. Right. Let, like, let's, you know, hope for the best. Right. Yeah. I get that completely. Yeah, definitely. And so, um, that was on a Saturday and, um, on Monday, like Sunday night, Monday, she started having really bad GI distress. Um, she was vomiting. Mm. Um, she couldn't keep even water down and it was really difficult. And we said, okay, let's just keep an eye on her, keep feeding her water, do what we can. Um, Tuesday at like over Tuesday to Wednesday overnight. So like two o'clock in the morning, we get a call from camp um adina is in and out of consciousness oh my god blood pressure dropped to 70 over 40 and this is a camp in wisconsin we live in minnesota right so it's like a two two hour drive or so away from us two hours two and a half hours oh my gosh and so we're close enough to where we can get there but far enough away to where like where's our child right right um and so her blood pressure drops to 70 over 40 40 they say if we keep her here any longer we're going to have to call an ambulance. She needs medical attention. Right. So my wife meets them at the the closest hospital capable of where they're able to treat her, which is St. Croix, a St. Croix medical medical facility right on the border. Mm-hmm. Um, and Adina comes home later on that day after a series of fluids and IVs and all that stuff. She's laying on the couch. I'm like a flurry of emotions and I'm calling the manufacturer of the medication. Mm-hmm. And I get a customer service rep on a Tuesday afternoon, right? And to their credit, right, they can only tell me what their scripts say, right? They can only do so much. Right. 
I'm a furious mm-hmm. parent. And I say, I need to know what's in this medication because it made my child go to the hospital. I need to know. All of her symptoms, Nikki, were comparable uh, to how she responds when she has gluten. Right. So there was no doubt in our mind that that's what it was because it couldn't have been anything else. Yeah. Right? Um, and the manufacturer rep wouldn't tell us anything. Ugh. And I said, I'd like to talk to a supervisor. They said, the only way we can escalate is if it's done by a licensed physician. And at oh this gosh. moment, I'm furious and I'm pulling up our state, sen- our, our U.S. senators and my, mm-hmm. my you know, U.S. Uh, uh, congressmen's website. Right. And I'm already starting to send emails and stuff. You're like me. And so find, find email addresses point. and send emails. That's what I do. <laughs> yes. Yeah. That was kind of the, that was kind of the turning point. And okay. I got to be honest. I mean, um, I sent, you know, one to two emails probably three to five times a week for mm-hmm. a week and a half. Um, I called their offices. Uh, my local uh, U.S. representative, Congressman Dean Phillips, his office was incredibly responsive. Um, he was in Washington, so I couldn't, you know, they couldn't get to him directly. But I finally went and requested a meeting on their website. Hmm. And oh. um, and that worked. Uh, they were great, fantastic. I got a meeting with the his healthcare senior constituent advisor, um, and, who was a nurse in her previous professional life. Mm-hmm. And she invited me to the office and we had our first 45 minute meeting. And wow. she heard Adina's story and she had the same response. Can't believe that this is not already a thing. Right. <laughs> and that's been the response from every single person we've talked to. Can't believe this is not already a thing. From allergists to pediatricians to physicians to pharmacists to the average Joe to politicians. Can't believe this is not already a thing. Yeah. Awesome. That I, I mean, that's kind of the, the number one thing that goes through my head every time, even when I'm on the phone calling phar- uh, pharmaceutical companies and asking, I still think, I can't believe I have to do this every time. Right. Like, this is right. nuts. You have to call every, it just, it blows my mind. So first of all, thank you. That's amazing. Um, we've been lucky in, you know, as a parent, I always think, I always speak and think of like my children's perspective. Yes, I got gluten and I was not walking for like three days. It was horrible, but that's always like a back of the mind. My kids have never had to worry about that yet because we haven't, I've only found like children's Motrin because they both have had braces, right? I have a 12 year old and an eight year old. So similar age to Adina as my oldest one and my youngest one is eight with um, the EOE. And they've only one medicine I've ever really had a research for them. But I'll say, had we had a situation like that, I think I would have acted probably very similarly, but I think you went a little further and you got it done. And that's, <laughs> that's amazing. Like, that's amazing. So my next question though, is yeah, there's nothing how... to affect change. Like the rage of a parent. Exactly. <laughs> like parental rage is a thing <laughs> and it gets things done. So yes, I appreciate that. And I'm sorry you had to go through that to get it there, but there are millions of us who are going to benefit from it. Absolutely. Yep. So you, I, my question was, how long have you been at this? But it sounds like not very long. You just had your first meeting. So how far have you come in these few months that you've been doing this? Yeah. So we've been at this for literally a year um, and we've made fantastic progress. So uh, had the first meeting in September of 2022 um, you know, it was like, this is incredible. Thank you so much for sharing. We're going to do some research and we'll get back to you. And I'm like, okay, that's nice that they, that they gave me a meeting. I went home and I was like, I don't think we'll ever hear from them. Right? Yeah. Right. And I kid you not, it was like four, four and a half weeks later or something. We got an email back from that same, 
uh, constituent advisory aide. Uh, mm. And she said, we did some research. We talked to Dean. He wants to meet you guys. And he is 100% on board. Like, that was it. That's amazing. I get like, chills. That's as far as I'm not even, and she, I'm not even. And, and he was on board, which was fantastic. And we were so, so fortunate that, that they were even interested in it. So, um, yeah, so it was like September and then October, November or so we had our meeting with him and he let me know that they were hitting the ground running. Wow. What they found out was that in 2019, I want to say a representative out of Ohio, a democratic representative out of Ohio put together a gluten disclosure act uh, that would require the labeling of gluten and medications. And that's because his wife was celiac. Or yes, celiac. I knew about, I knew about that one. Yes, but it didn't go anywhere because right. the celiac, as we know, the celiac community is like one percent of the population. Yeah. Whereas the allergy food allergy community is over ten percent ah. of the U.S. population. It's a much okay. larger demographic. Right. And so, um, they did a lot of research. They put the the verbiage together, and it was really cool. In February, January, February of this year. We got an email from Dean's team, Dean's office, and said, here's the rough draft of the bill we're planning to introduce in March. Mm. Uh, uh, we want to hope we want to introduce in March. Can we have a, a film crew come out to the house and interview you guys, put together oh a my gosh. video? And it was really cool. cool. So they did that with my wife and my daughter. That's on Dean's website. Um, uh, his when he introduced the bill and mm -hmm. it's made it's it's on YouTube and it's circulated around the Internet. Excuse me. Um, which is pretty cool. Um, yeah. And, uh, and then he introduced the bill at the fair, um, the fair convention, the food allergy research and education. So top leading um, national yes. food allergy advocacy group in the country. Um, and he spoke there and there, that was in March of last year there, mm -hmm. he got the initial three co-sponsors of the bill, which wow. were representative Mikey Lawler, uh, no, I'm sorry, Mikey Cheryl. Uh, this is going to come back to Monday because I should have had it on. Oh, wait, I have it here. Mike Lawler out of New York, Mike Gallagher out of Wisconsin, and Mikey Cheryl out of New Jersey. So we had oh two Democrats and two Republicans <laughs> introduce the bill. Um, it got put on hold shortly after that only because the FDA was dealing with the with some really incredibly important women's reproductive right you know, yes of medication course. legislation so yep, there was that and respectfully so we were okay with that right um, yeah of course uh, but it was finally introduced in the end of june of this year and now we have 13 co-sponsors plus wow. dean uh -huh. um, i got an email today saying that they're looking to add at least one more by tomorrow Ooh, or early or this week Wow. Um, and then I also have been in touch with someone um, out of Maryland who is a huge gluten and food allergy advocate. And she has met with the two with two uh, Maryland representatives, and they are looking to come out to announce support um, in the next week or two. Oh, my gosh. So that would be what, 15, 16, 15, 16, 15? 17 around there. Wow. Yep. So that's amazing. So how many? Does it, it, the more you have, obviously means more yes votes when it comes time, yep. right? That's right. amazing. That's yeah, so we need awesome. really like 50 to 70 total um, okay. to get it uh, reviewed by the House Committee of Energy and Commerce. I think I have that right. 
-hmm. And ultimately that gets a formal review and gets time on the House floor and gets a vote. Right. So we we go back to Schoolhouse Rock for everyone who's listening, who is like, what is this? What's a bill? I'm just a bill. (laughs) And exactly. You have an idea. You find a congressman. He writes the bill. He gets some people on it. You get a committee. It goes to the committee. They decide they want it. Eventually it goes along the process and then it becomes the act and then becomes yes. the law, right? Because name the act yeah. is a law. So yeah. <laughs> just in case people were like, wait a minute, I'm, I don't remember. It's, yeah. it's, it's getting there, right? It's getting there. Uh-huh. That's awesome. Yeah. And you know, what's unfortunate is it, it takes, I've learned a lot and talking with the senior government relations guys over at mm-hmm. FAIR, um, on average, a bill like this can take somewhere between seven to 10 years from introduction to law. Right. And every time you get into a new legislative session, Mm -hmm. you lose all of your co-sponsors. You have to start all over again. Now, the good news is that you more often than not just re-enroll the same people that have already given support. But as long as they stick around, as long as they stick around, right. There's risk with that. And so far just this year, there's been 8,130 bills introduced to Congress and the Adena Act is number 1,413 in terms of having the most co-sponsors. Oh, wow. Which means that the bill for a bill introduced in May or June is doing better than 82% of the other bills that have so far been introduced this year. That's amazing. So it's got Which, a lot of support and you've got time left yes. in this, this session before things can change. So it's moving yes. faster than most. Yes. yes. Now we're cautiously optimistic. Yeah, um, of course. But we're also staying very uh, realistic, headed. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. We expect okay. it's going to take some time. The faster act, which is what um, put sesame as the top, as the ninth top allergen, mm-hmm. took two and a half years. But that's the exception to the rule. So. Yeah. Okay. So out of all of this, what for anyone who doesn't? Because I have a lot of. Like a lot of people who listen, a lot of my clients who've listened, not everyone has allergies, not everyone. So a lot of people avoid foods, right, in the world, but they don't necessarily have to avoid those. So they don't understand exactly what we all go through when it comes to all this stuff. So what is the end result of this? And I know from my perspective, what I think it will be for myself, but what is what do you think the end result and the end feeling is going to be for this? So what is it going to do for people and how... Will it make people feel when it's done? Yeah. um, Our goal is that we will, as, as, you know, Americans, we will be able to finally have transparency in the ingredients for the medication that's supposed to save our lives or that's supposed to help us and heal us. Right. That's, that's what this stuff is supposed to do. Right. But there's no rule now that says that, that pharmaceutical companies have to say what's in the medicine they give mm-hmm. you the ingredients but unless you're a chemist or or, or a pharmacist mm-hmm. that means nothing to anyone right right so the goal is to have it put in plain plain english it would be for all over-the-counter medication all prescription medication you go to the pharmacy you got a medicine and in that big pamphlet there would say somewhere in there mm-hmm. in bold letters contains gluten dairy whatever it is Perfect. And it's a medication that's going to be readily, like information that'll be readily accessible for physicians, for pharmacists to be able to help keep patients safe. That's what it comes down to. That's amazing. For us, people with food allergies or dietary restrictions, regardless of what 
your symptom is. If you are mm-hmm. gluten intolerant or celiac, right? It, it should still create matters. a peace of mind knowing that you don't have to, it's one less thing you have to hunt. Mm-hmm. Like yeah. if you look at Benadryl, and I don't know if I'm allowed to say name brand, sorry. No, but if no, you look at the, the pink box, mm-hmm. that's <laughs> like the allergy cure-all, it doesn't say what it contains. It says it's active and inactive ingredients, but it doesn't tell you if there's an allergen in there. Like right. A lot of Benadryl medications contain dairy or lactose. Yes, lactose. We found that for one of the things. So for example, an example from my my situation I was in, I was I knew I'd been glutened and I was like, what is this? So I called the manufacturer and I got a hold of two, I called twice so I can get two different people just to see if I could like kind of strong arm one and tell me where they got it. And one of the, the second person I spoke to said, okay, here's the deal. There's no gluten containing ingredients as they are naturally found, but we, and this was an off brand. This is not a name brand. So I have to take only name brand stuff from now on, but anyways, it was off brand. And they said, we source our ingredients. And so a lot of tablets will have talc in them, some sort of powder, right? And they usually use talc. Mm-hmm. They source their talc from someone outside their off brand, some other place that got their talc. And they said, we can't guarantee that where we get our talc from does not have gluten on their manufacturing facility. Even though we don't have gluten in our manufacturing facility, we're taking products from other people and putting them in the pills that we make here. So we can't guarantee it. And she said, if you're having symptoms, we'll log it, we'll note it. And we can, she, she was very bold in saying this because we're on a recorded line, you know, when I was talking to the pharmaceutical mm-hmm. company and she's like, and we can assume the gluten was from something in the pill. And, and that's where I was like, you know, trying to explain to people who don't, understand just because a company makes a pill doesn't mean they have all of the ingredients at their fingertips created right there in their facility. And Mm -hmm. so I think that's what, this is the biggest thing for me is that they will have to be, like you said, much more transparent and they'll have to know where their stuff comes from. Right. And so it's going to be, there'll be a lot of, uh, my husband works in the pharmaceutical industry. So we, (laughs) (laughs) so there will be a lot of pushback, but um, it's really funny side note tangent because my brain, but he was going through the lab one day and he saw a little Petri dish and it said celiac project. And he texted me immediately and was like, someone's doing something on celiac. and I'm going to hunt him down. I was like, that's amazing. Go find it. So, you know, there will be pushback from that end of it. But once it's, once it happens, like, um, it'd be so neat. It'd be so great. So it'd be such a change for everybody across the board because everyone we know is going to know someone who has some sort of allergy or intolerance and needs to take something at some point. Right. And it's going to be very yeah, helpful. That's, that's the whole plan. Again, it's just, it's, it's purely to, to create peace of mind because there's enough that we have to deal with. We just take one thing off the plate. It doesn't mean that medication has to be more readily, uh, more like, um, uh, available, like safe medications have to be more readily. We just need right, to just know label if it's it. something that, that you can take it or not. Yeah, because we like, can always find something else. If there's six different versions of acetaminophen and one of them is labeled, that's all the, yeah. one of them safe. That's all that we need. Exactly. Like it's, Kirkland yeah. brand Tylenol is labeled gluten-free. Right. The local grocery store's brand Benadryl and children's Tylenol is labeled gluten-free or does not contain gluten. That word right there, that verbiage right there does yep. not contain, I'll take it any day. Exactly. Walgreens is the same for us. It's labeled. Yeah. It's labeled. It's perfect. Yep. So my last question is what can people do to help? So 
we are we've called our senators on all kinds of bills pertaining to everything that we deal with in our lives. So here in our household, I love calling congressmen and senators. It's fun. So what can we do or what does it take? Is it money that you need that there people can donate to people or is it simply just voices? How can people out there, how can we all help make this move even faster? That's the best question because it, it has nothing to do with money. Absolutely nothing to do with money. It's we need voices. We need action. So we, um, my, my wife and I put together uh, a, a link tree which I'm like new to this stuff, right? I had actually another content creator who's like, you should create a link tree. I'm like, what is that? So we have a link tree resource page, which is link tree um, slash the Adina act. And link tree is L-I-N-K-T-R period E-E. Yeah, it's strange. Oh, you know what I'll do? I'll put it in the in the notes of the show in the comments okay. and I'll link it on my Instagram too. And then if you just email me all that stuff, I'll get it for everybody. Yes, so perfect. everyone can just click so, on it. We have on there, we have a link to the Facebook group. We have an Instagram page that I'm trying to be a a (laughs) semi-creator on in my spare time. Um, But more importantly on there, we need people writing and calling to their U.S. representatives. I have links on there, uh, a sample script from the Gluten-Free Watchdogs website. They took the contents of the FAIRS, the Food Allergy Research and Education Education Group. Mm -hmm. They... FAIR put together an online template. You plug in your name, your address, your zip code, your contact information, and it creates a template based off of your zip code, who your U.S. legislators are, your senators and and representatives. And then you plug it in and it automatically sends the template letters to them. And you'll get the, you know, boilerplate response and so, Mm -hmm. you know, glad to be your representative or whoever else, right? Um, And then on the gluten-free watchdog page, the the contents of those letters were taken and put on her on on Trisha's page. So okay. you can copy and paste it into your own email or letter if you want. Perfect. For me I, personally, I sent letters. Yeah. I didn't feel Android. like I was getting the response that I needed. So I started calling. And mm-hmm. calling and requesting a meeting is what got the what got us to where we're at. So I urge people if you send a couple letters and you don't feel like you're getting a response, then start calling the office and ask the intern or whoever it is that picks up the phone, mm-hmm. find my letter throw it on someone's desk, someone that's going to be able to take a look at this and really help me out because okay. I'm and your you constituent want... and you need to listen to me. And you want U.S. senators. Right now, we are kind of pushing on the representatives. Representatives, got it. Because it was introduced to the House of Representatives. So that's yes. our first step. Once we get okay. the reps on board, then senators will get on board. Got it. Okay. So we want reps first. There we go. We're on reps it. first. We okay. will have everyone we know writing and calling. We call and leave messages and call back and handwritten yes. letters. There's something, you know, school project. If you have any kids at home and they need to write yeah. something, this is a great opportunity. And say in the voicemail, if I don't hear back, yeah. you will be hearing from me again in a week. <laughs> I'll talk on. to you next week. Yes. <laughs> exactly. And, and right. if it's, you know, if you're the one with the dietary restrictions or allergies, then your parents, your siblings, your spouses, mm-hmm. your cousins, they should care. And hopefully they will take a few minutes to at least make one phone call or send one letter. That's all that it takes. Yes, that's amazing. We'll do it. We're getting on it. We'll have everyone we know and all the stressless lifestyle, everyone out there, if you can, you know, almost everyone you know has got an allergy or an intolerance or autoimmune that's affected by something dietary. And if anything, you just want to know what's in your 
medicine that you're taking, right? If anything, that transparency is the most important. So, um, you know what, Seth, thank you so much for coming on. Um, I want to do follow-up. I want to say, you know, like every time it gets another step, let's just see what happens. Let's see what we can do. Um, I might put a challenge out there to my, my kids and their friends and have them phone call and make a certain amount of letters a week or something like that. But, um, thank you so much. And, um, I appreciate it. I think Thanks you've so brought much, a lot baby. of attention to it. Yeah. Thank you so much and have a wonderful day. Thanks. You too. Thank you. Bye. Bye-bye. Do you like what you hear? Did you learn something or did I at least get you to think? If you do, please share this on your socials. You just click the share button and you can post a link. You can send it to a friend. If you share it and follow People who do podcasts would really, really appreciate that. It really helps us get out there. I simply want to help people do better, be better, and feel better. And I can't do that to lots of people if they don't hear about it. So I appreciate you sharing it. If you are ever curious about what's going on in the Stressless Lifestyle, go ahead and check out www.stresslesshyphenlifestyle.com or follow me on Instagram at Nikki, N-I-C-C-I underscore stressless one word and i put all my stuff there you can find anything you want um, about our stressless nutrition method membership or about the one-on-one exclusive client relationship that we have we also have a virtual gym and the virtual gym has all kinds of workouts programs set programs live workouts as well as all on demand well over 500 on-demand workouts for you. you can do whenever or wherever if you ever have any questions feel free to email me find me on the website, send me a message. I'm open to answering any questions you have.